Welcome to This Week in Marvel, episode number 262. I'm VP and Executive Editor Ryan Padagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M. And Ben Morse is not here. He's vacationing in the uh, Andes or the Rockies or some sort of mountain range area. Who knows? Uh, he's also on Instagram now, so I think he's taken a big step forward as a human, and I'm really proud of him. Uh, but Ben's not here. We have a special guest. Introduce yourself. Oh my god, my name is Joe Tarabarelli. I'm Senior Communications Manager for Marvel here. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter most of the time. I'm posting all of our news, and that's at Joe Tabs. Yeah. Joe that- Tabs! Believe me, that nickname has stuck with me since middle school, yep. and somehow it found my way as now it's my Twitter handle and Instagram, and people still call me that all the time. My brother is also a Tabs, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Keeping, ta- keeping tabs on Tabs. My God. Have you done that before? No. That should be your own like blog. We'll or do my own my yeah. own podcast. Let me help you <laughs> figure this out. Uh, and we've also got Amanda, the intern here. Yep. Uh, but Joe, how long have you been at Marvel now? Three years. Wow. Three. Oh, my God. By the way, I think we share the same anniversary. The 30th? No, uh, I'm the 28th. Okay, I'm the 30th. Yeah. So I'm uh, three years effective October 28th. Nice. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember first getting introduced to you at a New York Comic Con. Yep. Which was right before your start date. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's how it all happened. Yeah. I met <laughs> my origin story. Uh, <laughs> I met X-Men editor Daniel Ketchum about a year Prior to me joining, he took my resume, took my contact. Uh, lo and behold, I got a new job uh, down in Philly. Six months into that job, uh, my boss called me, and I was like, all right, well, peace out job. Thanks thanks <laughs> for the opportunity. Your, your upcoming boss, your Marvel boss. The Marvel boss yes. called me, yeah. So yeah. It would have been weird if your boss at your current job called you and said you got hired by Marvel. Yeah. That would have been a very strange <laughs> series of events to make that happen. That that would be a great episode of keeping tabs on tabs. Absolutely, yeah. that's my first episode. Yeah, and uh, lifelong Marvel fan. Lifelong Marvel fan. Uh, I think the very first Marvel comic I ever had was Power Pack number one. Nice. Um, and then I think there was also some kind of like animated ad- ad- adaptation of Spider Man, His Amazing Friends. Uh, and I I still remember to this day the first issue of that, and I was so upset that there was never a second issue. Mm -hmm. And I carried around that thing like it was gold because that was the (laughs) only time I ever saw Firestar, Spider-Man, and Iceman all together in a comic. Right. But there was never a second follow-up issue. It was just like a one-shot. Yeah, that's weird that they didn't capitalize on the popularity of that show more. (sighs) Who knows? (laughs) I I, I don't know. Hey, look, look, I loved it. 40 or 35 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Let's say 30. You want to keep going? But <laughs> <laughs> well, when we were when we were children, we were youngins. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it's good. Thanks for joining us Thank you on for this episode, me. and uh, we're gonna dive into the rest of the show. For those of you just joining us, this is your first episode. We're gonna hit on all the new comics out this week: single issues, uh, whether they be digital or print, collections, digital and print, um, all the news. Although Ben is the one who shepherds all the news. 
And he really didn't leave a lot of comics news or games news um, that I'm aware of. So Strami and Christina, or Christine, will take care of that uh, on their section from the West Coast. But Joe, you know, if you've got any publishing news, being the senior communications manager for Marvel, you can chime in when we get to that section. Such a grandiose title. I know. Look, if there's one thing we do right at Marvel, it's throw a lot of words in people's titles. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Also, this episode is, I believe, still sponsored by Loot Crate because they're awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll get to them a little bit later. But uh, Doctor Strange comes out this week and you know I'm going to be wearing my Doctor Strange robe to a screening. Best believe it. But right now, it's time for the issues of the week. We've got first up Avengers number one, and it's actually a real number one, not the number one that's misleading with the now bug on the corner when there's actually a different number at the bottom. Joe, I blame you. You can blame us all you want. Yeah. But what we want to do is we want to emphasize that with Marvel now, these are great jumping on points. Um, You hear that term kind of tossed around a lot within the comic book industry, but what we wanted to emphasize was, regardless of where you stand and in regard, like maybe it's one, seven, eight, if it's a new storyline, that's your jumping on point. So the big number one emphasizes that this is something that is accessible and you can dive on in. But yes, Avengers, brand new number one. Uh, So it's written by Mark Wade, Mm -hmm. who, you know, staying on from all new all different Avengers art by Mike Del Mundo with colors also by Mike and Marco D'Alfonso and Mike Del Mundo one of my favorite artists loved him on Weird World and all the other stuff he's been doing so I'm excited to see him on one of our flagship books it's this is this is like this is it this Absolutely. is where you go and well deserved uh, we've got a new team because you know some of the members of the Avengers they bounced out they joined the champions mm-hmm. we'll get to the champions in a little bit but uh, we've got Thor, Captain America, Vision, and they bring in Hercules, mm-hmm. which is great um, after a lot, which is also really cool if you were reading the re- previous Hercules series or the um, the Gods mini of se- Gods of War mm-hmm. follow-up limited series. You can see Herc's progression and where he is. Great character movement for him. Plus, he's freaking Hercules. Yeah. You'd love to see him and stuff. And he carries around giant guns, which I'm sure we're going to find out why in time. Uh, you've got Spider-Man, Peter Parker, showing up, which how he fits into this makes total sense mm-hmm. and is really, really fun. Plus the Wasp, the new Wasp, Nadia Pym, mm-hmm. who she was introduced in the all-new, all-different Avengers, and she's great. She brings a level of, like, sass and, you know, piss and vinegar to the book, which I love. Uh, she's really, really fun. There's a great line also, there's a little bit in here about Jarvis, because she's she's got this great connection with Jarvis. Uh, there's a little bit in here about Jarvis that made me very happy. But in this book, you know, it's them. They they sort of dive into things. They're fighting this giant Asgardian wolf thing, which is dope. It's a lot of fun. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. You find out how Spider-Man's brought into it. Uh, but then we get into the meat of things. There's a big brouhaha happening in Manhattan, and they find Vision going up against Kang. Mm-hmm. Not just Kang, though. Kang freaks out kind of, and splits into Kang and the Scarlet Centurion, which, man, this is Mark Wade getting to Mark Wade like crazy. I'm so excited by that. He he's he loves comics, like, to his core, and the stories and the lore, and so when he does a story, you know he's pulling in all kinds of amazing stuff. So this, he's really tapping into some of the Kang stuff he set up in All New, All Different, but sending it off in a new place because Kang if you don't know, is a time traveler, wears amazing thigh-high boots, and uh, travels all... <laughs> Tell me you don't love his thigh-highs. I do. I they're great. They're, they're purple, and his suit is green. And his face is purple. Right, which is a mask. 
It's yes. a cybernetic mask. Yes. Although it's a really good mask because it always has like, it's like, it looks like flesh. How come you know we have not seen that cosplay, by the way? I don't know. It seems pretty much kind of simple. Like it, you would really just need a basic mask and then just kind of yeah, yourself you put some lines, lines on there. On and it's it seems like it's not constrictive. There's a very you know like loose outfit. You got a belt on, yeah. but like the shirt is you know you just you can move in it. It's yeah. casual. Yeah, very cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, cash Kang. That would be great. Oh yes. Yeah, but uh, Kang is a really crazy Marvel character in that. He has, he's a time traveler. He's a time, not, I wouldn't say time lord like a Doctor Who character, but he is a time lord. He's gone through all these different ages and has conquered pretty much everywhere he's gone. But he's continually, continuously foiled by the Avengers of the heroic age, as we would call, you know, more or less current day. Um, Constantly over and over again. But in his travels, he's not always been Kang. He's been other characters. It's like, you know, for those of you who are wrestling fans, we know you're you're on here. It's like when a guy changes a character, changes the gimmick, at the end of the day, it's still that same person playing that part, but they're going to bring pieces of those characters from one to the other. Kang has been Scarlet Centurion, he has been Iron Lad, he has been Immortus. Immortus, which is yeah, Immortus is like you get to see Kang unmasked with the great mustache. Yeah, um, with a real high hat. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> highest of hats. Uh, there's there's a little bit in here that explores some of that Kangness, um, but Kang and Scarlet Centurion are kind of at odds, which also adds a wrinkle to this whole thing. Because Kang, he just you know what he needs help. He needs a hug because he's a very he's really all about self-loathing. He hates himself in the different time periods and different characters he embodies. So. He's usually at odds with one or more of his uh, personas. Here, they team up because there's something bigger for them going on. It involves Vision, it involves the Avengers, and they need to take some revenge. And in this issue, they kind of do. Yeah. It's pretty great. Uh, one, thing, one thing that I absolutely love, too, um, mm. especially about this issue uh, and Wade's writing in general, is that he really does have a high concept level, but he really does simplify it. Now, mind you, we're dealing with Kang, and we're dealing with time. Yeah. Which... A lot of times in pop culture, time can always be a little bit confusing. Every time we say time, please take a drink of water. Yeah. And then you're going to have to pee a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm loving where this is going, and I'm excited to see where it goes. It's building off a story from All New, All Different, uh, which was basically how Vision kind of set up the current idea of where we're going with this. Um, but I'm excited for it. I think it's great. I love the new team dynamic. Yeah. Uh, like you already said, I love Spider-Man. Uh, I love Hercules. Jane's amazing. I mean, Vision and Nadia. I love Nadia. Yeah, she's. Mm-hmm. She's. I think she's going to be a breakout mm-hmm. character. Uh, and if you've not read All New, All Different Avengers, don't worry. You can dive right in. There's a lot. It, like, everything is laid out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, all, even the mysteries and all the, the fun stuff going on. So it's great. Uh, so, might as well keep on the Wade train. Yeah. Ooh, um, look at this. Look You're at the this. natural. I, I know. It's great. Yeah. So, uh, champions, number two, Mark Wade, Humberto Ramos. Um, I am obsessed with this issue. I think that uh, I, I actually tweeted this out uh, casually, but I feel like this issue had such a Whedon-esque tone to it. Uh, the one thing that I'm loving about, I love younger teams. Uh, I love the younger team dynamic, the dialogue, uh, something that's really representative of who these characters are. And Wade is nailing these characters, not as a team, um, 
I'm sorry, not just as a team, but as individuals. Mm -hmm. So even in the first page, you've got them all sitting around and they're trying to figure out exactly how they are going to work as a team. So that's what the champions are. They're disenchanted with the old guard, as I've usually been saying them. Um, and now they're trying to establish them as like, well, how are we going to change the world? And that's what this book is all about, about how they are going to actively get out there. If they see a problem rise, they want to go after it. So uh, the art is stunning and beautiful. After all of them are trying to establish what they can actually do, what they bring to the team, um, we do get a surprise, and it's the final member who's actually going to be joining, uh, which, you know, even on the cover, you, you're going to see that Cyclops, younger Cyclops, is going to be actively part of the team. Um, but, you know, hey, with any dynamic, there's always going to be some growing pains. And by growing pains, we definitely do mean that because they're just beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, I, there's also a great way that Wade introduces uh, Cyclops' classic nickname of Slim into yeah. this team dynamic, which was really great and really funny and it, it is fitting i loved it yeah. i thought it was great and again i mean hey i keep going back to the whedon well but i mean it reminded me of buffy it's like their their our version of the scooby gang if mm -hmm. you want to say mm -hmm. that um great reveal on the last page oh to yeah the point where i actually verbally was like ah jesus <laughs> <laughs> um but it's it's so good i'm so excited to see where this book goes it's definitely a flagship for marvel and I can't recommend it enough. You guys have got to try this out. The first one is a great setup to introduce uh, the, I guess you could say, like the skeleton crew. But now we're finally getting to the meat of the, and the core of the book. So pick it up. Yeah. That's been Tabs on Champs. Yay. Uh, all right. Up next, we've got Deadpool and the Mercs for Money, number five, written by Colin Bunn, art by Ivan Coelho, colors by Guru Effects. And uh, you've got your new crew of Mercs, Domino, Gorilla Man, um... Uh, Massacre, uh, Machine Man, mm -hmm. Aaron Stack, which, you know, always a pleasure, mm -hmm. and sort of uh, Hit Monkey. Kind of in he, there. He shows up. Yeah. Uh, and also on the cover, we see Negasonic Teenage Warhead. She's definitely playing an important part here. But Deadpool and the Mercs, they're trying to right Deadpool's wrongs, which seems like most people in his life at some point or another. Uh, they're trying to right his wrongs, free some people he helped capture, uh, and they, they're up against a bunch of uh, badass uh, villains. You've got Titania, you've got Scorpion, you've got a bunch more. Plus, they're all, you know, faced off against, um, what's her butt? Um, uh, what, that, that's like, her name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the more Le Fay, uh Caroline Lafay, yes, who is the supposed supported purported uh, love child, yes, of Doctor Doom and uh, Morgan Lafay, yeah, yeah. Which you know, is that true? I don't even know. I'm gonna say I hope so. Let's go with it. Yeah, because that sounds terrific. Mm -hmm. And also, she's just great. She's a great character. Yeah, she was in Fearless Defenders. She was she was dope there. She's great here. Deadpool gets his fingers chopped off at one point. There's a lot of great dialogue. I love Colin. You know, just taking control of all these characters and doing all this stuff. Uh, and then by the end, you know, Deadpool gets shot a bunch. <laughs> I think, or he get he gets hit a bunch. Yeah, no, he gets both? shot. He gets shot. Yeah, that's both in every book of his. Yeah, pretty much punched and shot. Yes. Uh, all right, up next we've got Death of X, number three, uh, part three of four, written by Charles Soule and Jeff Lemire, pencils by Aaron Cooter and Javier Garon, inks by Jay Lyston and Javier Garon, a uh, bunch of amazing colorists, Maury Hollowell, Jason Keith, Will Quintana, uh, Matt Mila, and Andrew Crossley joining in here to help tell this story. Um, and it's really getting um, 
it's really setting the stage for a big showdown between the the X-Men and the Inhumans. Uh, the X-Men, you know, are, they're in the middle of a whole business in Madrid, and then the Inhumans come in and be like, whoa, slow your roll, and their newest member puts everybody to sleep. Yep. With which, not, there's no consensual sleeping going on. No. You know, that's uh, that's not okay. Uh, the new member who, you know, we, we saw him uh, introduced in the first issue, he has this ability to put these people to sleep, to calm them down, he calls himself Downer, you know. Which is kind of just a downer in itself. I mean, <laughs> would you want to be calling yourself Downer? Hey, man, look, everybody has their own way to perceive, you know, things in their lives. Yeah. He looks at it as a good thing. Did we establish that his only power is to actually just put people to sleep? I don't know. Or is it like emotional manipulation or something? Or like... I that's the one thing, because we've only ever seen him put people to sleep and put them down. Yep. But I'm just like, uh, yeah. is that all? Because I need that some nights. <laughs> I live in New York. Some nights I'm like, oh, God, why is there a, like, fire high, or, like, a fire engine going off? That's fair. I know. Yeah, you live in Midtown, thing. though. I do like, live in like, Midtown. Like, that's your fault. Yeah. Um, anyway, the X-Men wake up, and they're none too pleased, which, you know, really escalates things. And then you want things to really heat up? Magneto shows up, because why wouldn't he? Uh, all this is going on. Cyclops brings in a character named Alchemy, who we haven't seen, I believe we've seen before, but haven't seen too much of lately. Um, he's this young whippersnapper. Look, if you were Ben, you would know all. His, you would know his first appearance, everything. I'm You're, not Ben, okay? <laughs> no one is. No. Um, but he shows up. He has been enlisted into the X-Men by Cyclops because... They're ready to take the fight to the Inhumans and hit them where it hurts the most. So mm -hmm. we'll see where that goes. I'm loving the series, too. Yeah. Uh, the idea, I mean, I love, have always loved the X-Men. Uh, the Inhumans have become an absolute passion of mine. Uh, I, actually, ever since 98, uh, when did Jenkins' run come out? Paul Jenkins, um, Jay Lee. I was obsessed with that. That was my first Jenkins, introduction to Jay Lee. Yeah. Was that the post or the pre-Garth? Not Garth, um, pre-Grant yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. Had to have been. Right, or it was like concurrent, right before it. Love I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was 12-issue miniseries, maxi-series, um, but I absolutely loved it. That's what made me love the Inhumans. Um, highly oh, oh, it. I thought you were talking about X-Men. Oh, no, in, no, no, Inhumans. no, Inhumans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was that was a Marvel Knights book, so I would say oh, somewhere right. around 2000, Yeah, give or take. Yeah, Marvel oh. Unlimited, everybody look that up. Yes. Fantastic. We've, I feel like we've done that on, on Twim URC. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Also out this week, uh, Full Killer. So Max Bemis, lead singer of Say Anything, uh, Dalibor Talajic. Uh, I actually, once we announced this book, because, you know, that's my job. I got to announce all these. Um, you just stand outside with a bullhorn. <laughs> hey! Hey! Hey, you! Pay attention to me. We're doing this now. Um, this has always been... Uh, one of my favorite books that I was so excited for and the reason being is because um, having Max write X-Men the worst X-Men um, I was obsessed with that book I thought it was absolutely fantastic to just see him take the character uh, Fool Killer who if anybody who's not familiar kind of look at it as he's a psychotherapist but as he tries to help all of these villains kind of reform or kind of deal with their own psychoses um, if they are not reforming he will kill them so that is the ultimate play here. And I love the fact that we're introducing this brand new character. His name is the Young Red, or, yeah, Young Red Skull. Um, but it's kind of in the same way that it's 
hilarious because I laughed out loud a couple of times. It's really informative because you really do get a nice backstory on who Full Killer is, but also you're equally taken down this kind of like dark psychological, just like a redemption, but also it's kind of like you're falling into the same traps that this young Red Skull is dealing with, and then also you're kind of seeing the own psychosis of Fool Killer himself. Yeah, I yeah. was also glad to get the background on Fool Killer mm-hmm. and all the Fool Killers. Yeah. Because uh, that's just like, I know Fool Killer as a concept and a character, but I didn't realize there was so much going on. I, again, everyone's got to pick this one up. If you're a fan, if you actually love the character from Deadpool, Mercs of Money, or Mercs for Money, um, that's where I was reintroduced to him. Uh, loved him in that series, and now he's got his own series here that I'm loving. Yeah, it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope Max does lots more comics because he is fantastic. Also, man purses. Yeah, you're you're big into man purses. Absolutely don't, not. Yeah, no. I was about to say, don't no. you have a backpack? I got a backpack. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and uh, that I look like a pack mule. <laughs> <laughs> Stromy is is a big proponent of. He just calls it his purse, mm-hmm. and he's fine with it, and that's great. Own it. That's what I say. <laughs> Whatever bag you need, own it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Up next is Marvel Universe Avengers Ultron, Ultron Revolution. This is issue number five. It's uh, written by Matt Wayne, directed by the episode was directed by Tim Eldred, adapted by Joe Caramagna, and this is Under Siege. So this is the animated series take on the classic Avengers Under Siege story. You get to see a lot of the you know like screaming Mimi and you know all kinds of crazy Masters of Evil villains show up here. Uh, but it's got a cool Hawkeye twist to it. So that was Hawkeye for Halloween. So this issue I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you do you go out and do party? I did house yeah. party. Um, with another coworker, and then we went to a couple bars in Hell's Kitchen. Nice. I don't care for Halloween. Why? I just. Who are you? I don't like holidays. I don't care about. I don't celebrate birthdays. I just don't really. They have no interest to me. You are such a joyous person. I know. How are you not into events to celebrate something? Because why not celebrate all year long? Why spend a day to do something when you could do a whole year for something? Because the climax is what gives it like that big grandiose appeal to it And then you, you could all. always have that. And then you go back have to it every day. It's like Scrooged. <laughs> every day. You're like the biggest you propon- want it and you need it. You gotta have it. I will watch Scrooged every year on Christmas. That's my thing. Scrooge is good. Scrooged. Scrooged. Um, Mine is Nightmare Before Christmas, and then we are completely going off rail here. Uh, and then That's also, those yeah, okay. Um, obviously, uh, Christmas Story. Hmm. TBS. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda. Do you uh, did you party for the holiday, the um, Halloween? Vaguely, uh, I did some early partying on Saturday. Went to some of the ones around at like breweries and stuff. You guys have a lot of Halloween parties, and then I went to the Halloween parade, which was dope. Where? Um, the, the village one. In the village. one. Yeah. Oh, last night's. Yeah, I've never gone to that. It's a, it's something. It you is. could watch it on New I York have... One. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll flip it on. I'll say, great costume, great costume. I don't care. Goodbye. Yeah, my celebration last night was I got home because I wasn't feeling that well, and then I watched Black Mirror. Oh, good. Cried yourself to sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such an uplifting show too. <laughs> uh, did you dress up? I did. I was Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I had a pipe and everything. Nice. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, very cool. Um, all right, up next is I've got Moon Knight number eight, Jeff Lemire, um, and and, the art- and and I'm gonna butcher it because I'm <laughs> sorry, um, Francesco Francavilla. That there it is, and Wolf- I'm Italian. You think I'd be able to just master that? Anyway. Wilfredo Torres, yes. James Stoko, and, and Greg, Greg Smallwood. Smallwood. Plus, who's on colors? Oh wow, color, Francesco Francavilla. Close it up. All right, good. <laughs> 
I have to type these out in press releases. Yeah, there's there's multiple colorists. We like to give credit to our colorists because they do such an amazing job. That's true. I'm obsessed with that. Um, You didn't name the rest of the colorists. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. That happens sometimes. (laughs) Michael Garland, James Mm -hmm. Stoke, and Jordi uh, Belar. Belliar. Belair. Belair? Yep. Okay. Okay. Great. This is why I don't do these normally. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Actually, let's go back to this. So... It's funny that these are actually right next to each other. So Fool Killer, in the same way that he is a psychotherapist and he has to deal with the villains, I felt like Jeff Lemire's take on Moon Knight is this dark downward spiral. We are seeing this weird psychosis that is Moon Knight and trying to understand what he's dealing with. Every single issue has me scratching my head in the best way. Every single page turn, I am confused, intrigued, and enamored. One, by the art. Two, by the writing. I mean, I want to know more, and I want to know what the hell is going on, and it keeps me coming back for more. Trying to understand who Mark Spector is, um, who Khonshu is, what they're both trying to do, how they're manipulating all of his other personalities. Are they other personalities? Are they actually three separate guys? Like, you don't know. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the convoluted history that is Moon Knight, but it's so exciting to find out more. Yeah, and, and, that's and this one really starts, it starts taking them and weaving them within each other yeah. in in ways I was just like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, so I, I'm excited and I, I need more now. <laughs> Jeff is really great. He has a great talent for writing unor- unorthodox stories, mm-hmm. ways he tells the story and does things whether it's for us or in a lot of his creator owned stuff he's he just he's a really gifted storyteller and we were blessed to have the amazing artists on this book i mean it's francesco stoco and smallwood and then like some pages have all three of them yeah. contributing to uh, and wilfredo torres have all four of them uh just working together like panels from one panel to the other it's a different artist at times it's it's incredible. The one thing I will say, too, though, is Lemire has the ability with this book to umbrella it in this very dark, I'm going to say, like, back alley noir. But the art lends itself. So regardless of the of his script, which um, is there and it's it's intriguing and confusing and I, I, I need more of it to understand. Um, but... Every single artist brings something that contributes to that narrative, mm-hmm. and it's so good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well said. Very good. What's up next? Spider Wait. Woman. No. Oh. Where's, where's oh. Occupy? Oh, right here. Yeah. That's put them out of order. Damn it. There was an order to this? Uh, alphabetical. <laughs> oh, I was just bumping out. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Hey. We like, to, we like to honor the alphabet in this show. Sometimes. Occupy Avengers, David F. Walker. I am a uh, this book. Oh, and um, Carlos Pacheco, uh, Rafael Pacheco, Pacheco, Rafael Fontes. I don't I'm know. Uh, it's not in front of me, so I can't. There read you it. go. Um, sure. I've never seen Rafael's name before. Rafael Fontes. All right. So I'm not just an incompetent, you know, employee of Marvel who I just know how to pronounce these. Correct. And um, uh, Sonia Obak. Yes. Um, so. Uh, Occupy, going back to my Hawkeye obsession, again, it was him for Halloween, Um, but I've always loved Clint, and this book picks up right after the events of Civil War, uh, Civil War II, where Clint has just um, taken out Bruce Banner, 
and we're not going to call him a murderer because no which way was he murdering him. Uh, this was by the request of Banner to take him out if he ever saw him actually go and turn into Hulk. And now it's people praising him for this. He's in a diner and it's on this own personal mission where he is down on the ground. He is finding a new mission statement for who he is and what he wants to do. He's out there helping the little man. And that's what I've always loved about Clint. He has that ability. And actually, there's a great line here that I absolutely loved where they're talking about how, you know, guns are meant for violence, but a bow and arrow has an elegance to it. And that's how I felt reading this book. Mm. There is such a unique, solid, um, just finesse and elegance to the story that I'm reading here. And plus, we're going to be introduced and bringing in uh, Hawkeye pairing up with Red Wolf. And I love Red Wolf. Yeah, Red Wolf. Uh, that. That limited series was so good, but uh, having them here, like I think their dynamic is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. There's a really funny note because Red Wolf is obviously transported across time, brought into the present, and so he's sort of learning cultural customs and, and language of modern day. And there's a line in here where Hawkeye is like you talking about the way he speaks and how it's like he learned to speak from like this you know diction book or whatever mm-hmm. whatever the line was it was really funny it's just like I think that's going to lead to a really fun dynamic the one thing too I also want to say is that I think that this book actually was paired well because yes it does have that very grounded like oh you're just dealing with um, a gang on uh, a reservation uh, dealing with uh, contaminated water but at the end you're introduced to classic Avengers villain mm. so you are going to get superhero action paired with real world grounded you know guns in the hands of bad guys so that's the one thing I love about this um, and I have talked to David and I know who's actually coming into this mm. so there will be a team mm. um, so I'm excited that's great yep. and, and more work for David Walker makes me happy absolutely yeah alright Next book is Scarlet Witch, number 12, written by James Robinson, art by Anna Paolo Martello, colors by Matt Yaki. And this is a big one for uh, for Wanda because she gets to learn a lot about uh, her mom, about her family. There's some revelations, and there's a reunion. Also, giant, gross monsters. Like, just awesome and gross and nasty. Look at that, Amanda. Gross, yeah. right? Yeah. Gross. Love the monster designs here and want to get into being awesome badass. Agatha Harkness shows up. Uh, and there's some really touching stuff by the end. Uh, but we're going to see that uh, Scarlet Witch has to take the fight to some folks. And uh, it's great. I think the one thing that I really liked about this one, too, was the fact that we're going back to the origins as to why she is known as the Scarlet Witch. Yep. It's such a simple kind of uh, just idea yep. as to, oh, why witches and warlocks always kind of adhere to a color, and you kind of dive into that. Yeah, yeah, so that was a really, it was a cool, like, mythology-building thing that yeah. was already there. It's just tying it all together. Absolutely. And that's James. Though. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And plus, the world the world building behind witches and warlocks and mysticism in the Marvel Universe, that's where Scarlet Witch uh, excels. And James has taken Wanda across the globe. We've been introduced to brand new characters. I think the Wu is probably my favorite oh, that he's introduced. Yeah. She was great. Love her. Yeah. I want more of her. Totally. Um, all right. Next book is Spider-Man 2099, number 17, written by Peter David, art by Will Sliney, colors by Rochelle Rosenberg. Um, this, uh, this, this has just, you know, Miguel O'Hara... It's like, what was that show? Parker Lewis can't lose. It's like, M- Miguel O'Hara. Oh my can't god! Win. 
excellent reference. Uh, he's just like, he finds himself going up against Electra. He finds himself drugged by Electra. He finds himself, you know, stopped by the cops. He finds himself stuck in one time period or another. He finds himself fighting a giant robot man. Uh, just all kinds of fun stuff. You've got our uh, Spider the 2099 Captain America in here, who is just great. Mm -hmm. She's wearing a muumuu because that's the Damn only it. thing that could fit. You took my line. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> Uh, there's this just great big battle with Cap and Spider-Man uh, teaming up with Elektra to, f you know, to face this villain. Uh, but they take their eyes off Elektra and then things explode because, you know, she's Elektra and she does things. Absolutely. Uh, it's great. It's a lot of fun. It's very quippy. It's Peter David. Good times. Yes. Next up, Spider-Woman, number 13. If anybody who follows me, they're, they're completely aware that I'm obsessed with Dennis Hopeless taking on Jessica Drew. I love... I will love. I will punch Dennis Hopeless in the face after this issue. How about that? Oh, no, no, no. I actually had to go over to offices, and I was like, um, can we discuss? So, and I know you don't want spoilers, and I'm not going to give them, but for anybody who is following this series, it is... Uh, I don't uh, even have the words. I mean, is it? I will not punch Dennis in the face, by the way, because I love him. Dennis, we love you. Yes. Okay. But I was very cross with him. I, I am still upset. But you know what, though? Here's the thing, though. That, the fact that you want to punch somebody in the right. face, yes. especially a comic book writer, yeah, and makes... No it, violence. No violence. We, we don't condone the violence. Around. We are joking. No, no, no. But I'm saying that the that means that this title resonates with you. It hits yes. you on a level that is just at your core, and it makes you see them as not two-dimensional uh, drawings. These are pe real people that I'm, I'm reading. So you can tell that Dennis is taking uh, a narrative from his own family life and incorporating it into into this story. Mm -hmm. so, I'm so I love it. Dennis Hopeless, Veronica Fish, Rochelle Rosenberg. And Veronica Fish, amazing yeah. on this issue. I mm -hmm. uh, hope we get more of her. She's doing, doing great work. I don't know if she's on the book you know, for more than a couple issues or what, but she's so good. I got nothing else. You have uh, you uh, literally have nothing else. No, no, no. I mean, uh, I so mean here here's the one thing too. I also want more badass women who just curse profusely throughout our titles. Um, I love Jess whenever she's just yeah. basically had it, and she's just doesn't give and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a fudge, a fudge. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, because she knows that she's got to go home. She's got a kid that she's got to go take care of, and the fact that she's got Blizzard to deal with, and she's like, "Are you kidding me?" She's like, "I do not have time for this." Like, yeah. that's the hero I love. Well, the, and in that fight, there's this great moment where Blizzard, like, he gets all like, "You know what? I was just gonna do this. And uh -huh. It was gonna be done, but you got in my way, and now you gotta face Blizzard." Ah, I'm so good. And then just she, what, there's she just clocks she, on. She has a, but she has a line. Oh, thumpity thump thump. Um, Look at Frosty go. Yeah, she she just she quips at him and she does not stop and she's really angry. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, but there's lots of cool stuff with her at home and you've got Ben and you've got Roger. Um, you know her basically this little family unit, this team. Yeah, it's just so good. The family dynamic that is taking care of uh, her son. I love it. And for some reason, I just love the idea of her eating a candy bar in the shower. 1,000%. Because she does not have time. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> she wants that candy bar. She needs to shower. What? There's no reason not to enjoy both at the same time. Absolutely. We've all been there. Mm -hmm. It's like a beer in the shower. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to get ready. Whatever. Like, hey, pregame. You know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's a gorgeous issue, uh, and I'm sure you're going to be yelling things at Dennis if you read the series. If you don't read the series... 
dive right in. Dive right into um, the sadness mm -hmm. and the awesomeness and the wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right. Up next is Spidey number 12, written by Robbie Thompson, art by Nathan Stockman, colors by Jim Campbell. I love this series so much. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. this is the last issue. But this is like, if anyone ever asks you, what would be a great book to read to give to my my kid to wants to get into superhero comics or wants to you know Marvel comics? This is perfect. This is this is perfect for all ages. And I know that's a, you know all ages is something you throw around, but this is Spider Man in high school and dealing with all that stuff. But it evokes the spirit of Lee and Ditko, but brings it <coughs> into. You know, modern times, it feels very fresh, very current, while still being everything you love about old school Spider-Man. I, I wish we would get a billion issues of this, uh, partially because I love Robbie, and I think he's one of my favorite creators personally. Mm -hmm. He's just, like, the sweetest. Um, but you've got Spider-Man versus the Sinister Six in here. There's smooching, there's celebrating, there's hugging, there's test-taking, there's sewing, <laughs> there's swinging, there's everything you want in a comic book. Sewing? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You better believe there's sewing in there, that. There's a line in here, too, that absolutely just kind of spoke to me as well, where he's kind of like, look, the only thing I'm armed with is, like... Uh, a punch and a sarcastic comment, and that's really just me and exemplifies my personality. Minusing the minus. I was about to say, how minus much the punching. punching minus the punching. Yeah. Eating? I don't know. Yeah, I, definitely. It, like it, I've yeah. said before, uh, not on this show, but you are the Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven of the Office. If you're going to see you walking around, you're definitely going to have food in your hand. I've had our president actually call me and be like, "Every time you walk by my office, you have food in your hand." I'm basically <laughs> just a human garbage disposal. <laughs> Is that a villain hero? One of them? The there human garbage disposal. Ooh, yeah. There has to be someone who just eats and eats and eats and eats. Yeah. Yeah. Before we, as we walked in, you were eating pizza. I did bring a snack. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I will admit that I read the first issue and then I jumped and read 12. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going back and I have to read the entire run. It's so good. It's man. outstanding. This honestly reminded me of Ultimate Spider-Man when, when it first yeah. came out. Totally. Um, Definitely Ultimate Spider-Man vibe. If anybody has ever read Ultimate and loved that series, you've got to read Spidey. Yeah. Uh, do not let the title of Spidey kind of have a connotation of child nature. It's not. It, I mean, this is just high action and classic Spider-Man. Yeah. It's so smart and so fun. All right. Last book of the week is The Unworthy Thor, number one. Verily. Written by Jason Aaron, art by... Olivier Quapel, what's up? And colored by Matt Wilson. Jesus, that's a dream team right there. Aaron and Quapel and Wilson. And this follows uh, Odinson, the unworthy Thor, as it were. Uh, just going around, getting into fights, getting drunk, getting beat up, getting beat up, getting beat up. And a goat. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Which is, so here's the thing. There's only one of his goats here. Okay, thank you. So I was like, I got very nervous. I I didn't. I thought there were always two. There's uh, so there's, uh, there's tooth nasher, tooth nasher, and like tooth grinder or something like that. Someone's gonna correct me, and that's uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, we could absolutely. look it up on 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 uh, Google Tw if we want. Tweeted but, us, <laughs> but still, like when I saw only one goat, I was like, wait, what happened? What yeah. did I miss? Where where? What's going on? But maybe maybe there's a story reason that the other goat's like, yeah, I got no time for you. I've got to hang out in Asgard and do this, that, and the other thing. Or Asgard. He's at the vet. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know. He's getting his checkup. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, but you've got Thor versus Ulick in a, uh, like a group of trolls, which Ulick has always been one of my favorite 
Thor villains. He's just got this cool design of like, hey, he's wearing like um, like a swimsuit battle armor type mm-hmm. thing, and he's got uh, enchanted uh, like Yuru knuckles. So the the metal that makes Thor's hammer, he's got those as knuckles, uh, and he just is big and cool. I remember as a kid, he was you know there was like a trading card of Thor versus you look, and I was like. That guy's my favorite. I think I, I think I remember yeah. that one too. Uh, he's so awesome. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's pretty great. It's Thor with Jarnbjorn um, fighting, fighting, fighting. He's on the moon because why not? Yeah. And uh, which I love that the trolls are on the moon and they're like, all right, we're we're just gonna set sail. We're gonna go see the the Norn Queen, which is a very small little line, but has so many implications mm-hmm. if you know Thor lore and like. All the stuff that Thor's been through with the the Queen of Norns, because that's just that's just bad news. Plus, the one thing that I think we're going to be getting in this is, and I don't know, mm. um, but I think we're going to find out what was whispered to him. Ooh, I, well, so that I that think. plays a big part. So, in Original Sin, yeah. Nick Fury whispered something into Thor's ear, and he could no longer lift the hammer. Yeah, and that was that's been like that set him down the spiraling. You know, path of unworthiness. Uh, here, the, the someone comes up and starts telling him some stories. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, I've I hear tell of another hammer, an ultimate hammer, like this whole thing. Uh, so that is what is his name? The unseen. Yes. Now, so if you've not read uh, Original, Original Sin, Sin mm-hmm. maybe go check it out. It's on Marvel Unlimited. Yep. Definitely a fun read. Another Jason Aaron joint. There's also great like interactions with various characters who you don't see together. Like Rocket teams up with Punisher? Maybe? There's there's this whole team up aspect where like you've got really funny bits and pieces in there. Anyway, yeah. um, but you, you'll learn about who the Unseen is. And the Unseen is basically like, hey, uh, I know you can't lift that hammer, but I hear of another hammer. You may to check out, young man. Uh, We're out of stock on the first one you wanted. Yeah, and um, yeah. So this one, this goat is Toothnasher. Uh, Toothnasher uh, takes Thor to where the hammer is, uh-huh. which sets up a big, uh, scary revelation for Thor, which is like all kinds of what's up, what's happening, and then another character shows up. You can say. Oh, it. I don't want to say it. Well, then don't. Not- yeah, it's it's a spoiler of the last three pages, and it's so good. This character showed up in uh, Thor Disassembled and had a similarly like amazing moment mm-hmm. for me as a reader, where I was just like, it got me pumped up, like when you're listening to your favorite jock jam, and it just comes on and you just start kicking and punching. Volume three? <laughs> yeah, oh, naturally volume three. I had three and four. Yeah. Um, I will. I I gotta commend Jason. First of all, I love Jason Aaron's work. Oh. I mean, his writing is impeccable. But the fact that he's going back to um, the story of Original Sin from years ago. I mean, over and over again, we see connections. He's not just building one simple story that's just gonna last a couple issues. Like this is a grand epic that when he takes on a character and takes on a corner of the Marvel universe, he's gonna flesh it out and build it out. And that's what I loved about this. Yeah. So in um, in the letters page here, he mentions it's his 50th issue of Thor across multiple titles from Thor, God of Thunder, uh, Thor, Thor's the Mighty Thor, and now the Unworthy Thor. Um, but he also says within this, we're going to see um, the Asgard Shi'ar War, mm-hmm. the Queen of Cinders, yep. the Viking Avengers, Galactus, the Butcher of Worlds, 
the Mangog, who I love, uh, and the War of the Realm. So there's a lot of Thor to come. Absolutely. Which makes me really happy. Uh, Jason is so good. I love it. Yeah. Um, I got a press release from something that was about someone named Jane Aaron, and I just briefly, like, in my head popped, uh, like, a female version of Jason Aaron, and I was like, huh, that, great, good for her. Not one of ours. No, no, no. Oh, just okay. like a I was going to say, I'm like, what did I write? Yeah, no, you you, you didn't mess up and <laughs> accidentally called I'm going to write so many, I hardly forget, <laughs> or I remember them anymore. Um, all right, so at this point in the show, Joe, we pick our Twim of the Week, which does not make sense because nope. it's the This Week in Marvel of the Week. Okay. Uh, it's just basically like if you had one book you want people to check out, which would it be? I'm going to go with Occupy. Okay, um, great. Again, I love the dichotomy of here, which is the grounded hero epic. Uh, and then at the end, it's paired with classic superhero villains. Yep. Um, I, was, I wasn't sure really what to expect from this. Mm-hmm. And I read it last night. And I got to admit, I'm laying in bed and I was actually dozing off. Um, but when I got into the book, it actually woke me up, That's great. and I loved it. Um, yeah. Again, going back, I love Hawkeye, so I thought it was great, and I loved uh, the reintroduction of uh, Red Wolf. Totally. Um, all right, so I would pick uh, two because I can do that. I'm allowed to do whatever I want, and I would pick uh, Avengers number one and Unworthy Thor number one. So I picked those two. Amanda, what did you you read? Some of these, right? I didn't get to read any this week, no. no. But I can tell you from your descriptions that I'm going to read Spider-Woman because I want to want to punch someone in the face. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Believe me, you got to read all of them. Yeah. They're outstanding. They're very good. Mm-hmm. All right, on to collections on sale this week. We've got Civil War II Amazing Spider-Man, Marvel Masterworks Black Panther Volume 2 hardcover, Ms. Marvel Omnibus Volume 1. That's pretty great. I didn't know we were doing that. Good for us. Uh, Star Wars Heroes for a New Hope hardcover. Thor Epic Collection Volume 2 When Titans Clash Unbeatable Squirrel Girl Volume 1 in hardcover and War of Kings Omnibus hardcover which um, it, that's the gosh is that the third part of yeah. the uh, Abnett and Lanning mm-hmm. Cosmic Epic Trilogy I think that's the third Realm of Kings was after that? I think Epic is kind of an understatement to everything that right? was built yeah. out of all of that. Yeah. Over and over again, you're just kind of like, there's more? Yeah, they, d- they did a whole lot of comic books. Yeah. Um, so that's great. Uh, what else? Digital comics on sale this week. Uh, all the stuff that we talked about. Oh, plus first issue of Doctor Strange Punisher Magic Bullets Infinite Comic, which I'm very excited for. I think John Barber is writing that. I haven't had a chance to read it. Um, so I will read that. Hopefully before next episode. All right, also on sale on the Marvel app this week, we've got Amazing Fantasy 7 through 12 from the 2004 series, Bizarre Adventures 27, Journey into Mystery 110 through 125, Journey into Mystery Annual number one, New Exiles 1 through 6, New Mutants 41 through 45 and 47 from the original run, as well as New Mutants Annual number two, Peter Parker Spider-Man 39 through 41, Phoenix, The Untold Story, number one, and Spectacular Spider-Man, 21 through 27. Joe, what do we got for digital collections on sale this week? Wow, this week we're going to have Black Panther, Marvel Masterworks, Volume 2, Civil War 2, Amazing Spider-Man, Thor Epic Collection, When Titans Clash, Arana, Volume 1, The Heart of the Spider, uh, New Exiles, Volume 1, New Life, New Gambit. Boo, New Gambit, boo. Uh, New Mutants Classic, Volume 6, Spectacular Spider-Man, Volume 3, Here There Be Monsters. I feel like <laughs> you have to say it. Uh, and Spectacular Spider-Man, Volume 4, Disassembled. All right. 
So uh, this week on Marvel Unlimited, there are 105 new issues added to Marvel Unlimited. So if you pay your $9.99 per month, you get 105 new issues for your money this week alone. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is more money than you could have spent. The one thing that I want to emphasize, too, is uh, I will be doing on a monthly basis and then week to week. Um, I do want to emphasize that you will be seeing releases of that show specifically what's coming in every single month. Hmm. So it's one th thing to say that we have, oh, look at the 19,000 comics that we have available in Marvel Unlimited, but now what I really want to do is make sure that everybody sees, like, here's the vast catalog, sure. and you're going to see all those titles. Yeah. So to emphasize how great and how robust Marvel Unlimited is, you're going to keep seeing these. So it's kind of like you know, the Netflix, here's what's coming in now, this month. That's great. So it's kind of like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, but give you guys a list Doctor Strange from the current run, number seven. Doctor Strange, Last Days of Magic. Uh, Drax, number six. Another of the guidebooks to the Marvel Cinematic Universe that covers Iron Man 3 and Thor The Dark World. International Iron Man, number two. Uh, Marvel Universe, Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warriors, number two. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, number four. Six. I'm looking at this on my phone. I was gonna say you're like like I'm actually tightly on in that. Marvel yeah. Unlimited because Ben usually puts this list together and he's not here. Got it. Ms. Marvel number six. Old Man Logan number five. Uh, Patsy Walker, uh, aka Hellcat. Um, covers not showing up, so I'm not sure what issue. But you also get a Spider Woman issue. You get Spidey number mm -hmm. five, so yep. you can read five issues of the book we raved about today. Yep. Squadron Supreme number six. Star Wars number eighteen. Star Lord number six. Um, the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, some issue, I'm not sure, because it just says the. The. Oh, it's the one with Swarm. That one. The Nazi B guy. The worst guy. Um, he was actually, like, rated one of the worst villains. I'm like, why? In worse uh, in what way? I, I don't know. I read some online article that was like, oh, one of the worst villains ever. I was like, Swarm? I don't think he's that bad. Well, he's a Nazi made of bees. So in terms of, oh, that person is a piece of crap, he's high up. Okay, I got That's that. That's the way I would interpret it. Yes, that. all right. Well, you could look at it that way. Yeah. Uh, Ultimates number six. Venom Space Knight number question mark. Moon Knight number 23. <laughs> well, actually, so Moon Knight from the 1980 series, you've got... Uh, Looks like 23 issues of that added to the list, 1 through 23, which is awesome. Uh, you got an issue of Frankenstein something. Um, you got more, you got Werewolf by Night, Giant Size Man Thing, more Frankenstein. What is this? Frankenstein? Oh, I have no internet connection in this room. Great. Werewolf by Night. Lots of Werewolf by Night and Frankenstein, which uh -huh. is dope. Giant Size Man Thing. Ha ha ha. Um, yeah, plenty of Werewolf by Night, which is really cool. We added all this stuff for. Uh, the Halloween and just because why not this the cool Halloween. creepy stuff um, yeah the monster of Frankenstein I don't know if it's the whole run but it's a lot it's probably yeah. like 30 issues of that tons of werewolf by night um, so plenty to dig into not only that but this month I'm going to be releasing well, me Christ it's our team will be releasing um, Captain America. Steve Rogers number one is now going in Marvel Unlimited. Uh -huh. uh, we're going to have Gwenpool Zero. We're going to have Deadpool Massacre number one. We're going to have Deadpool Last Days of Magic number one. Uh, and then Thunderbolts number one. Plus, the entire series of Weird World will now be complete Ooh. and available. So, going back so to Jason. So good. Yes. Um, so, yeah. A lot of stuff. Plus, a lot of back issues coming in regard to Hawkeye, uh, Generation X, which was actually my very first X book ever, too. Hmm. So, 
That's it. Nice. All right. Um, let's do some news. And now, from Marvel headquarters, it's This Week in Marvel News. All right. We realize we don't have all the news information here, but just remember that uh, the Doctor Strange events are starting to really hit into the Marvel games this week. Um uh, I was playing the Marvel Tsum Tsum, and the the Doctor Strange area has you, like, facing off against the Ancient One mm-hmm. and in this, like, little pathway. Um, so that's super fun. I'm blaming Roseman and the games team for whenever I close my eyes and I just see cascading Zoom Zooms come down <laughs> yep. because I can't stop playing that game. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's great. It's I love getting all the power. How many do you have, by the way? Uh, I don't know. 15, 20. All right, how about this one? Who is your default team? So my default team is uh, Peggy Carter. Okay. She's level 23. Um, I maxed out one, her skill. Okay. Uh, I've got Thor Jane as level 21, and then Captain America level 21, like regular cap. So each one is around the 20 range? Yeah. Or I thought it was like you just generally have a, a, a level cap. Or you have a level that you reach. Not individual characters have their So own. individual characters have levels, uh-huh. and you have a level. Maybe you've not been leveling your characters up. No, I totally have. I know that. I just wasn't so sure. So then you, your yeah. level goes, I'm like level 35 or oh, okay. something like that. Ooh. Yeah. So bougie. I know. <laughs> um, my default team is Miles, um, Spider-Man, and uh, Captain Marvel. Those are my go-to that I kind of... Miles, from. Spider-Man, and my, Spider-Man, Spider-Man? So Miles, Peter, Peter and Carol. Okay. If you would like. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. So, We're all on a first name basis. Yeah, here. absolutely. Yeah. We're all friends here. Yeah. Uh, Peggy has my favorite special, which is... Tell me she throws the hat. No. Ah. She... So the skill is she just shoots some stuff, but the special is um, Steve Rogers in his army uniform, Tsum Tsum, mm-hmm. comes into the frame. She comes into the frame. There's a heart, and she turns most of the board into Steve Rogers, and so you link up... <laughs> Uh, Peggy's and Steve Rogers in this like love thing and it's so sad but so sweet at the same time <laughs> oh. yeah you think, you think about how they, they never were able to be together every time you use that special god I'm downer yeah now you're, now you're downer oh. <laughs> uh, but it's great and cool. it, it helps a lot um, alright so we're gonna kick it over to the west coast so Strami and Christine can give you all the news it's the west coast show me and the wolf man it's the west coast show me and the wolf man it's the west coast show me and the the Wolf Man. It's the West Coast, baby. Yeah. Hello there, this week in This is Marvel.com editor Mark Strom, joined by assistant editor Christine Den. And you're joining. Uh, no, wait, let me start over. And we are Stromstein, and you're joining us on the Steel Wheels tour. Um, uh, better. It's better. That's not better. All right, Christine and I are a little crazed. Our brains are all melty, so let's just get right to it. Doctor Strange. Comes out tomorrow, but when you listen to this today. Really listen. Now. It's really out there right now, so go see it. Uh, Wait's finally over. November 4th, finally here. You can finally go see it. IMAX. Anywhere you want it. An IMAX 3D uh, in theaters. Go get your mind, like, seriously just warped and twisted and contortioned act. Your brain will look like a pretzel by the time <laughs> you're done. Because you'll just be, like, tripped out and all, like, 
You're like, I didn't know the MCU had this. Warpy. Um, go check it out in theaters, of course, to celebrate. We've been doing a ton. I, I don't know all, what all we've been doing on social. There's been a lot <laughs> on social. Go, go, you know. There's a lot of things happening. The Doctor Strange handles, the Marvel handles. We've got a ton of stuff for you. We released three new clips just this morning. Uh, you can find those on our YouTube, and again, we'll be socialing those over the weekend. And if you want more Doctor Strange after you watch it, we have um, you know, a Doctor Strange event across all of our games. Free to play, easy to download. That was a total non sequitur. You totally I know, interrupted I'm just, my flow. I'm just we, I, I, but I was talking about the movie specifically. You yeah. could wait until the end and no, then like, thrown that in. I'll forget it. Ah, oh, great. This is how coordinated we are right now, folks, okay? Um, we're like barely in the office anymore. <laughs> like, that's not a joke. We're just all over the place. I'm dying inside. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, help me. Um, we. Uh, 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 we will be posting some interviews from the uh, junket uh, that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, you can, we'll be able to catch those on our YouTube and on Marvel.com or on our YouTube, our social. They'll be all over the place. Um, on the homepage all weekend long. Yes. Uh, what else What else we got Dr. Strange related? That's, I, th- I think that's, uh, that's, that's, that. yeah, we got, we got a lot for Dr. Strange. Of course, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We had an all new episode this week. Uh, the origin we of out, Ghost Rider. Yes, we found the origin of Robbie Reyes. Found out there's another Ghost Rider out there. Spoilers. Uh, can't say much about that, but we're off the air now for a few weeks because we have a little election coming up and then Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and anyway, we will be back November 29th. Mark your calendars. Um, we'll be back and we'll, and we will begin to wrap up this first story arc of the season. So, and you have the Marvel's Agents of Shield podcast sometime, sometime soon this weekend. We're working Tomorrow. on it. it. We're a little late on things. It's not our fault. Ben went out of office <laughs> on the week Doctor Strange came out, and Christine and I are a little bit of a mess. Um. So, well, I'm always a mess, but it's it's bad when you can even see the, like, Christine starting to crack. Uh, so we've got all that. Uh, what, what we got in animation? Are you going to be talking to the yes, animation so folks? we will be talking with Marsha and Kalia afterwards. We have, you know, a new episode of Marvel's Avengers Ultron Revolution with the UFOs as the villain for the week. And we also talk about Marvel Video Comics, which debuts starting today. Uh, well, no. Well, well, when they listen to this, it's today. Sure. So be. You'll hear more about it. Yeah, you'll be hearing more. You'll see when more about it. Uh, well, can we t- I think that's all. We got to go get like food and then go produce some videos or something. Yeah, I've got to get some other stuff approved. and. Just tune into the website. We'll drop everything <laughs> we need to know. Just go to Marvel.com. Stop listening to us. Marvel.com is way more informative than we are at this point. I don't even know what's on our site anymore. Doctor Strange 24-7. Oh, God. Okay. Stay tuned. Christine will be back talking with the animation guys. Oh, and remember, we have our next Twim URC. Yes. This week in Marvel Limited Ring Club. Christine picked it out. Christine, what did you pick out? Uncanny X-Men 1 through 6, right? No. Nope. Astonishing X-Men 1 through 6. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Astonishing X-Men 1 through 6. It's the gifted arc from Joss Whedon. And John Cassidy. 
Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so read that and uh, follow along with us and we will... Uh, tweet us your reactions. Tweet us your reactions and we'll be talking about that maybe next week if Christine and I have recovered enough to form no, I whole we, we sentences. we talk about it at the end of the month. Right? We'll talk about it eventually <laughs> when Christine and I have recovered enough to form complete coherent sentences. All right. Thank you all for listening. Stay tuned. More Christine, more animation coming up, and then we'll send you Questions back. Questions and comments in New York. Yeah, and we'll send you back to those yokels in New York. <laughs>
Awesome. So yeah, so tune in this weekend for at Disney XD for a new episode. Yes, please tune in. And then we also have uh, kicking off this weekend for Disney XD, but on their YouTube and um, app, their app is Marvel Video Comics. So, yeah. Oh yeah. What can you tell us about this? Uh, the Marvel Video Comics is a new storytelling format that, that we've developed in conjunction with publishing. Um, these are going to be brand new stories that have not hit comics before, awesome. but they will be featuring um, comic-styled paneling. So it'll be essentially like you're watching a comic come to life. Um, if you are a fan of uh, Marvel Knights, uh, you'll probably love these. Um, these are a little bit more limited in terms of... Uh, motion, but that's only because we're trying to actually uh, showcase uh, the comic style format. Um, so you'll see uh, different sized frames come flying into view. Um, we'll be adding uh, sound effects. Um, there will be like voice some... Act. Yep. And uh, dialogue. Yeah, with some very yeah. talented uh, voice actors. And um, some uh, cool digital effects to go along with. So that's like awesome. when Iron Man shows his uh, repulsors, like it'll be a blast <laughs> there. Uh it's pretty fun. Yeah, so I heard there's, um, it's four parts. Yes. Uh, well, actually, technically, four there's stories. A, four stories. Um, and it'll be uh, a first one uh, from one episodes one, two, and three will be all about uh, Spider-Man and Iron Man doing a team-up. Uh, it's called Training Day. And it's hard, you know, you don't get, a, like, a manual or, like, come on, how to be a superhero. Right. So. Um, Spidey's new at this. Uh, if you've seen the Avengers uh, Civil, Captain America Civil War movie, um. This is kind of a runoff of that. Uh, Spidey is in training, and Iron Man kind of takes him under his wing. Um, they decide to go team up against uh, a truck, um, who normally would be easy to deal with, but he just so happens to come across some new tech, and now he's all souped up, and uh, they may have bitten off more than they can chew. That's a lot for poor little Peter Parker <laughs> trying, to, trying to get his foot in the door with Iron Man. It's a sink or swim kind of moment, yeah. but I have a feeling he'll be okay. Yeah, and then we have um, our last one for Sunday is uh, Black Panther. Yep. Uh, it is titled The Visitor, um, and that's because uh, we have a visitor coming to Wakanda, and uh, that's Everett K. Ross. Um, he's representing the United Nations, and... Uh, just trying to see how their security system's going on because he has little faith in the Wakandan government. Um, I can see um, how that will not fly. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just so happens that a supervillain, a ghost, uh, comes in and uh, puts their security measures to the test. That's awesome. So, how long would you say these um, short stories are? Uh, well, they're pretty short. Um, three to five minutes range yeah for each you yeah and then um can we expect more in the future uh well if you guys like it <laughs> watch it let us know uh if we get a positive response i can definitely awesome. say that we will look into making more awesome so yeah for our fans tune in to the disney xd youtube and the disney uh, xd app this friday start this friday and we'll have part one of training day on friday part two on saturday right mm -hmm. yeah part three on Sunday. Yep. And then the last one for Black Panther will be also Sunday? Uh, or Monday. Or Monday. Yeah. I, I think, think it's Monday. It's one, yeah, Monday. Monday. One, one day, day after another. So yeah. tune in each day. Yeah. And, you know, or if you want to wait till Monday, just binge it all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Bye. I'll take Bye. it back to uh, New York for... 
questions and comments. Questions and comments. Questions and comments. Questions and comments from you. Alright, we're back and time for questions and comments. We got a butt ton from you guys. First up is Alan Wilkinson says, Saw Doctor Strange. Good movie, great visuals, nice jokes. No one seems to know how to do uh, healing spells though. Really? Alright, but healing spell is is a concept in probably all the games you're thinking of. Not necessarily does it need to equate to something that would be in the quote-unquote real world or in the case, the cinematic universe. Like, just because it, it exists in everything else doesn't mean it has to exist in this lore. There's, you know, I don't know. You need a comment on this? No. I, I just okay. like, you know, it doesn't have to. But, you know, I don't want to give anything away either for the movie because there's some stuff that could be contributed, you know, could be looked at in a certain way. But, hey, also healing, is that's just an easy fix. I'm going to say this. Now, I have not seen the film, um, but... In my mind, if I was going to be casting a healing spell, I know that energy is can't be you know created or destroyed. So wouldn't that take health away from me and have to give it to you? So it really depends. Like if you've got a bruise, yeah, sure, I'll help you out and I'll give you a little bit. So then you would take the bruise, uh, or I take the bruise, or I. But but I think yeah. that's like the thing, and that's something that has been really important for us mm-hmm. storytelling wise. Is like magic has consequences. Absolutely. And it should. And they, they touch on that in the movie a little bit, but they, uh, I think, you know, you make a really good point. Like, to heal someone means where does that go? Well, where you, does that damage go? And actually, if you read uh, Doctor Strange, the current series, mm-hmm. again, Jason Aaron, um, you'll see his entire yep. church that is basically all of his disciples who are here to protect him, and they will take on all his pain, which yeah. I thought was a brand new... Co- I never even knew thought about this yeah but i thought that that was just outstanding how yeah they did that. it's yeah. great uh ashley corn elliott says so i'm really super sad that a force is ending i mean i need all the carol when are they coming back like now um i loved a force so good um kelly thompson so good uh, uh, oh my gosh her again writing elsa though see again i need i need badass women yep. who just love to curse yeah and i i will say this and i'm gonna quote sana on this one because it was a fantastic line and it's so true is that whenever we have talent and characters that are so good we do not let go of them so take that for what it's worth yeah I know a little bit. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 Um, and then Ashley continues to say, "Can we all agree it's a dadgum tragedy that Mockingbird is ending? I mean, the corgis. Hashtag I'm nuts about corgi butts. And um, just look, Mockingbird is just one of my favorite books we've had in years. Absolutely, hands down. Mm-hmm. If if like it would probably be on a like a pile of five that I would give to someone if someone said, "Give me your five favorite comics." Probably mm-hmm. Mockingbird would be in there. We just had a review go up with uh, Entertainment Weekly, and they gave it an A minus. Um, just the past week. Yeah. I mean, everyone's been raving about it. Yeah. It's so good. Yep. Yeah. So, hopefully, we'll see more from Chelsea, from Kate, uh, for from Bobby, all that stuff. So. I do need this T-shirt, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't know if... I wonder if We Love Fine can make that. Yeah. I'm nuts about corgi butts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, Blue Girl says, I want sometimes Amanda to narrate all my comics. And then uh, crying emoji, thumbs up emoji. I don't know. Is Do you know the Blue Girl? No. Nope. No? You didn't plant this one? Is no, that like your sister? 
or cousin. My cousin, no. Yeah. <laughs> but I can say that would get really old, so maybe don't wish for that. Mm. Yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dakota Tar says, wait, Mockingbird is over? Where is the petition to sign to bring this back? This universe needs this book. Yeah. Yeah. Our, we the want, end, yes. We want yes. more. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, we want more as much as you want more, mm-hmm. believe us. Um, Haywood says, my pick for October 12th is Uncanny Avengers 15. Magic, mutants, and ninjas, oh my. Thank you, Jerry Duggan. I love, Haywood will throw down some great uh, wordplay up in his tweets. Uh, he tweets to uh, Natalia Cordova, uh, you were great with Strami on the latest This Week in Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. And Haywood's pick for October 19th is Amazing Spider-Man 20 to see the return of Doc Ock and let's see where this goes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so good. Him just living in a little gauntlet clawing around and then finding his way back into a body. Yeah. Loved it. So good. Mm -hmm. You want to read some? Sure. Read uh, Joshua Cooper. Okay. Uh, Joshua Cooper. Paris is in France and also in Texas. Things you learn in Mosaic number one. This is true. Yeah. There are, I think there's actually multiple Paris <laughs> within America? There's multiple Paris actually within America. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I know Paris, Texas because it was a movie. Am I wrong? Oh, and it was also in the comic. No, no, no. I know that. No, oh. no, no. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a geologist, right? Sure. <laughs> um, I loved Mosaic. Uh, speaking of colors, I think that that book, uh, I mean, you've got Kari Andrews, uh, you've got Jeffrey Thorne. Um, I actually don't know who did the colors on that book. But that book was so well done. And I love that we're bringing in and allowing creators to come in and basically be like, look, what have you got? Who do you want to see? Build us something new. And that's Mosaic. And the, I thought, the first issue was great. Oh, it was outstanding. I loved it. Yeah. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Just right. read, read his <laughs> Just whole suite. This is all one? Yeah, all one person. My we get a lot of engagement sir. on this show. Ah, so. there it is. Um, I am me as you are me as you are we and we are all together. Morris is the walrus. Sure, Coco Cachu. That's um, a Beatles, Beatles reference. There I it don't is. remember what comic that was in though. Anyway, continue. Uh, first vision trade was fantastic. Can't wait for the second to arrive. Thanks for the recommendation. Uh, yes. Uh, a, a Another thousand, book. A thousand times. I'm so sad that Tom King has retired from comics. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, he was, he was so good. I, I, I am at a loss of words as what that book presented to me and what it's actually made me feel. Mm-hmm. For three pages in the first issue, there was an explanation or trying to explain the word nice and it's actually funny traumatic reference too in fifth grade i was never allowed to use use the word nice i don't know why my fifth grade teacher said it wasn't a word so for some reason this spoke to me and it all just brought it back to me fantastic uh wait dr strange nightmare is in the bone zone yeah oh god bone zone is something that is a recurring theme in this week in marvel oh okay yeah I'm here to be educated as well. Yep. The cover to Mockingbird 8 may be the best cover cover of the year, of all the cover. Uh, yes, 100%. We have that now printed out and hanging up all over the office. Yep. It is everywhere. Uh, and if so if you want the T-shirt that Bobby wears, mm-hmm. it's available from We Love Fine. If you want the cover, which has Bobby wearing the T-shirt, that was also available from We Love Fine, but it's part of our comic cover program okay. with We Love Fine, which... We should. I would always love to get that out more. Every week, there's a selection of comics, the new on sale books that are also available as T-shirts mm-hmm. from We Love Find. It's a really great program. I'm loving this one, man. Porcupine moved up a list 
uh, one whole list. Wait, man, <laughs> porcupine moved up a list. One whole list. This issue. So hashtag who you call in D list. Yeah, absolutely. I actually want Roger to kind of get like a makeover and be like full Hell blown no. hero. Oh, no, you want, want you want I want spikes. Him, I, w- I like all. he is who he is. Embrace it and be the hero he is. That he wants to be. The hero he, he is. He currently is. That's yeah. true. All right. Wait. A-Force is over? What semifinalist writing next? 79 semifinalists is Semi- Kelly Thompson's that's true. Twitter name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you'll find out. Yeah, if you there's will something. Find, you will Who find knows? out. Yeah. I know. Uh, one shot, Ms. Marvel was a lot of fun. Hoping for more exploration of her Muslim side in the future. Absolutely. There's mm-hmm. no way we will not be continuing to follow Ms. Marvel um, and then diving into who she is as a character and her family. Remind me to tell you something that I can't tell on the podcast. Done. Later. All right. Cool. I would totally buy a This Week in Marvel Friendship is Dope shirt. That's one. Amanda, mark it down. We've got one sale. I, I am literally going to talk we're... to the, uh, We Love Fine to find out if we can make some of these. You can. Put it in a comic, and then they will actually take the comic and build it into a shirt. Well, I've already I've had conversations about them about <laughs> doing stuff anyway. Oh, okay. It's not like I'm going to get paid for it, but I just want people wearing this weekend Marvel shirts. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Also, a shirt with Kamala, Miles, and Sam that says "Squad Goals." Get on it. Yes. Absolutely. One hundred. Uh, Kelsey Knobloch says, "When will you get new bumper music for West Coast? Every time I hear mention of the Wolfman, I relive the loss." You're right. I keep meaning to do it. I was supposed to have a meeting. I, I wanted to have dinner with um, Jimmy Yearn, who did all the music for the show, um, but we couldn't link up when I was in L.A. last, and I could email him, but that's just so annoying. I want to eat sushi and hang out and talk about him writing new music for us. So, Kelsey, I we will have it at some point. Um, oh, also, incidentally, Kelsey asks, who even sings your bumper music theme song? So that's Jimmy Yearn from the band Mindless Self-Indulgence, incredible um, electronic rock band. They are very NSFW, but they are amazing. Really, really great. Uh, I've seen them a billion times. Writing this down. Yeah, the, you you would probably love them or absolutely hate them. So I'm curious to, to hear your reaction, right, Jimmy. Right, we'll I love out. them so much, and Jimmy's a good friend. Jimmy also is in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He is a Ravager. Really? Um, and he's really close friends, he and his wife Chantel, really close friends with James Gunn. Um, so Jimmy is in the movies, he's making our music, he is a sweetheart, and he uh, tweets in all caps. <laughs> uh, all right, continuing. Kelsey says, wow, tweeted re- Wolfman music in the middle of listening to the 1013 episode, only to have the mention it seconds later. You see, this is how we roll. And Kelsey says, shout out to Sniffles slash Amanda for spreading knowledge about initialism and acronyms. Hashtag English Majors Unite. I hope you, uh, you you can do that again at some point, but not right now. Kyle Charles says, Deadpool and his amazing friends in the Deadpool annual was funny as heck. Yes. Jerry Duggan, you did it again. Agreed. That that issue that was... That was absolutely everything I've ever, ever wanted. <laughs> Basically, I just want Firestar and Iceman, and then they're all teaming up again. Yeah. Look at this. It's all kind of coming together right? in this podcast. Totally. It's great. Um, Kyle says, Spider-Man Deadpool is such a cute buddy cop comic, kind of like Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'll who loves that. the new Lethal Weapon TV show? Blake Garris. <laughs> Blake Garris loves it. That's a show? Continuing on, uh, <laughs> Kyle says, Off oh, Forge. I thought he was going to turn heel, but it looks like he does have a backbone. 
Yep. Uh, how awesome was the Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl crossover? So good. Mm -hmm. So good. Do you watch either? You don't watch I, TV, do you? No, never. No, I do watch New Girl. I've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, though. Did you watch the crossover I where did. they showed up? Mm -hmm. And did you not want to go see the watch? How did you not want to turn on Brooklyn Nine-Nine immediately? Absolutely. I watched both of them back to back. Oh, so good. Uh, I think that bar is actually used in another show as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I That's swear. Great. It goes like waiting for that crossover to happen. Um, let's see, Kyle says, Great Lakes uh, Great Lakes Avengers issue one was pretty good, and that's coming from a guy who had no idea who they were. That's the point. Yeah, we mm -hmm. did it. Uh, Spider-Man 2099, Civil War 2099 had a strange but awesome twist. Loved it, and the cameo at the end was amazing. Yeah, that was I really dug that storyline. Um, Kyle says, Mosaic was pretty good, but his girlfriend being called T-Fleek was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> she's supposed to be a parody of, like, Supermodel singer like starlets, right? Yes. Yeah, which yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. was incredible. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. great. Uh, the story in Moon Knight is so insane. Yes. I feel so sorry for Mark Spector. Space Wolfman, what the heck indeed. Exactly. Enemy of the State star 2 started off with a bang. Damn that evil trigger scent. <sighs> that book is another one that I would. I love Laura. Oh, so good. That yeah. book is incredible. Uh, Kyle says, thanks, Jerry Duggan, for issue 20 of Deadpool. I had a friend who committed suicide, and I hope this, book's, uh, this book helps people find help. I need to talk about this okay. because I am sorry that I did not miss this out. One, I, I, I'm sorry for your loss because that's heart-wrenching. I have encountered a lot of people who have actually had to deal with suicide. I had it in my family. Friends. Yeah. Um, this book was so well done. I was snapping pictures. I was tweeting it out. I was sharing it with friends and just individually texting it out, telling everybody that it needs to be read. It was the epitome of Deadpool, but with a serious tone. It had a heart. It had humor. It was great. I'm making sure that it is sent in for awards um, left and right. The idea of Marvel taking on serious issues with this, especially with Deadpool, you wouldn't think that mm -hmm. it fits but it was so well oh, done. Yeah. It was immaculate. I mean, and, you know, kudos to Jerry for being able to craft that storytelling, mm -hmm. which he's been doing on Deadpool for years. Like, some of the stuff that he's done and with Brian Posehn and with the artist has been walking that line between crazy and funny and really sad and heartrending. Mm -hmm. So, more of that. Yeah. Uh, Kyle says, just finished the last issue of Astonishing Ant-Man. Loved it. What's next for Scott Lang? Oh. I honestly don't know. You're not communicating much, Mr. Senior Communications No, 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 because the only reason I will say is that I don't want to say that much. Okay. That's, that's all. Uh, wink, again, wink, nudge, nudge. Kind of, yeah. yeah. No, I will go back to the phrase again. You know, we have such a great character in Scott. Um, yep. He's not going anywhere. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle says, I'm going to miss Mockingbird. Gone too soon. And last one from him is, I can't wait for my boy Cyclops to join Champions. Mm -hmm. Well, let us know what you think after this week's issue. Absolutely. Champions number two. It's there. Yep. Quentin Tice grew up on Wizard. Fave column paired actors with hypothetical superhero roles. Maybe a cool This Week in Marvel segment. Uh, I wait, you, you can't miss his hashtag. Oh. Jerry, Jerry Connell, Connell for, for long, long shot. shot. Oh, my God. I don't know about that one. Well, one. Evan we, Peters for long shot. I don't know who that is. Oh, come on. No, American Horror Story. I don't watch it. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, um, but Trump for Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one nope. with a 20 foot pole. That was that was his hashtag. Yeah, yeah. That hashtag, was his hashtag Trump for Mojo. Um, I will say that when we did that, when Wizard did that, we being me when I was Ben and I when we were at Wizard, mm -hmm. that was because we sort of had that freedom to do that. We didn't have the inside information we didn't have like we can't do that here at marvel because we know who's 
cast for X, Y, and Z before it's announced. That, yeah. that kind of stuff, it's a little, it's misleading, and you can't come from an official source because then it feels like it's an official announcement. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff from Wizard, but not from us. But I agree. I love the I love the thought, Quentin. My my favorite, actually, was when they were trying to cast Generation X, and I still remember they, they wanted to hypothetically cast Rebecca de Mornay as White mm. Queen. That would have been good. Right? Yeah. That totally. just totally stuck in my head. God, yeah. the random things I just totally remember. All right. Um, with Ben J. Morse on Daredevil coming out of nowhere to break Karnak, wonder if DD really won or if Karnak lost a step choke this week in Marvel. So, yeah, so there, I, was, there was that fight. Yeah, no, no, and Where I read it, and I read it. Um, I don't know. I'm conflicted on this mm-hmm. because I love Karnak. I love Daredevil. Um, I, if I did not read this... I would have easily said, oh, Karnak's totally going to take him down. Yeah. But you got to remember, Karnak has, can see weakness. That doesn't mean he is perfect. True. He is an amazing True. fighter, mm-hmm. but so is Daredevil. Daredevil is a mas- is essentially a master ninja. Yeah. So it's like, that's a very even fight. Do you, is Karnak only using his sight, though? I think that's what he does. I think he, he sees sure. a fault, whereas Daredevil uses all of his senses. Mm. So, I mean, you could look at it that way. Sure. So maybe that's how I took him down. Yeah. Uh, lost my way. Shuri's storyline revelation in Black Panther number seven is exciting as all get out. Fave moment in the series so far. That mm-hmm. That's your fave? The entire series <laughs> is uh, over and over again my favorite. I will say, though, um, I read half of that issue because I haven't finished it yet. But I How dare you? I know. I'm how horrible. dare you? Ugh. Uh, Black Panther, one of my favorite series right now. Yeah. Even when you're only reading half an issue. Raph AB oh, says, no. guess who's now on a lot of bus stops in France? And it's a picture of Mr. Strange, Mr. Doctor. Ah. Um, he said, Raph says, Marvel is doing resurrection, but I thought they were killing the X-Men because of movie rights. That's his quote. That's his tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, resurrection's going to be awesome. Six books, I think, we announced? Currently. Yeah. Oh, oh. There you go. Um, and Raph says, played hashtag bulletproof love from Luke Cage nonstop today. Method Man killed it. That song is so good. The that, entire, uh, everything. Sure. But that song, like, you oh, put no. that on repeat. And it's just like, oh, what are they doing? The song I, is great. The, when they started playing that, actually, no, because I saw the video before I watched the show. Mm. And then that just set the tone for what I was about yep. to experience and all of it. Plus, Heather B. from Real World, uh, <laughs> randomly making a cameo in the entire series. Yes, I know. Obscure going there. Wow. But I loved her reference, or her showing up in the show. Yeah. Uh, Ref Gamlin says, my twins of their respective weeks have to be Thunderbolt 6 and Uncanny Avengers 15. Colorful, fun, packed issues. Really enjoyed Blake Garris' chat with Theo Rossi as part of This Week of Marvel Luke Cage interviews. Great stuff. Also, I chatted with Theo as part of Thwip, the big Marvel show, so you can check that out. Uh, question from Rob. He asks, Medusa can't fly, right? I don't think she can. No. All right. Mm-mm. So then, now, yeah. her hair will allow her to basically claw at, imagine, you know, or, like, walk really high. Yeah, that's got to be gross and creepy. So, yeah. And think, the, imagine the things that get in her hair. Uh, uh, just all over the place. It, her being able to, like, crawl like that kind of reminds me of, like, one of the monsters from The Mist. Or, better yet, uh, Cloverfield Monster. Yeah. That's kind of how it is. Totally. Yep. Uh, Rob says, really happy to hear Tanahasi Coates has resurrected the idea of the crew in Black Panther. Love the original. He says he has all of the single issues of the crew, but love it as a collection on his bookshelf. I believe it's part of a Luke Cage collection. Or uh, not a Luke Cage, a uh, Black Panther collection. It's part of 
one of the Christopher Priest collections, at least some of those issues. In the paperbacks? Yeah, it just yeah, came out trades. not too long ago. Okay. It was the end of the Priest run, and then the crew stuff was included at the end. I believe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Rob, I'm going to tweet to you and confirm for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob says, perhaps with all the Black Panther focus, Luke Cage, love and passing of Rhodey, the crew will still will see a trade paperback one day. I think it's out there. We're going to yeah, get back yeah. to Yeah. Um, and he says, very, very happy to be adding Mockingbird to the bookshelf. Love Chelsea Kane's run. Wish there was more. Agreed. We still have the final uh, trade and collection. <laughs> That's all. Uh, Ross Meyer, support Chelsea Kane. Uh, this week in Marvel, it's time. Uh, times like these that I'm ashamed of the comic book community. Um, I can't. I mean, I, I'm not even going to say that it's it's the entire community. I was so ashamed of how she was being treated. Um, I personally did not see any of what she what she was or what people were saying to her. Um, but I can't emphasize how much we stand with Chelsea Kane. Right. Um, every and th- this is one thing that I loved about the comic book community is how we all embrace each other. I've experienced it. Um, over and over again is regardless of all walks of life we're all here to enjoy the same thing so I don't know in my own world and I will say this it's not just comics I've seen it happen in gaming it Mm -hmm. it's happened a lot more in gaming than you'd imagine it happens in pretty much all fields people get harassed and abused and it's not okay absolutely not to anyone no it's not it shouldn't be it, happening. It's completely uncalled for. Yeah. If, whatever happened to just, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. That, that's my Twitter motto. It's like, oh, I, I'm not going to tell people I like something I don't, but I'm just not going to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Simon Williams. Simon Sebs says, Twim of the Week for uh, October 12th, Power Man and Iron Fist number nine. And he says, after seeing them together in issue number nine, I would read a Songbird and Mockingbird team-up comic book. Mm. Ooh. Something that we could call like Birds of Prey or something like that. Or you could go read Power Man and Iron Fist because there is a scene with Mockingbird versing, or versus Songbird. That's what he's talking about. Oh, did you think? Oh, yeah. God. Um, You'd think I'd just read along. You no, know, I just listen to you sure. poorly. Uh, <laughs> Simon says, teaser for Guardians Volume 2 looks great. Only thing now is I want a hug from Drax. <sighs> he's the best. Um He says, I know it's not an MCU movie, but the trailer for Logan looks amazing. I say that not even liking the character. Simon, you don't have to like the character. If it's a good story, it's a good story. Absolutely. Yes. I think um, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I hope it's great. Old country for old man Logan. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, Twim of the week for October 19th was Black Panther number seven. He says, I don't know how, but somehow Ta-Nehisi Coates is reading my mind. This is everything I want in a comic. He says, Mockingbird 8 shows why this comic shouldn't have been canceled. I thought it was doing well. Um, it is what it is. It was great. We have at least eight issues of it. Mm-hmm. He says, I know Captain Marvel and She-Hulk will have their own comics, but if A-Force is going to be canceled, I feel like every member of the team should get their own solo comic. I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. I want Singularity. Singularity. She's so good. Elsa. What a character. Oh, Elsa for yeah. sure. Nico. Yeah, I want them all. He says, reading Sam Wilson number 14, it reflects a certain portion of American society given the current political climate. So, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, 
that's the world outside our window and nick is pulling from the things he sees the things he understands and is pulling from other people's experience it's it's right there nick's not shy about it either no that's the one thing i love about it i mean that book is completely unapologetic and um it speaks to a narrative that's actually occurring within the country right now and i think it's so well done yeah simon says at this point i think marvel should bring back mockingbird just to stick it to the a-holes who ran chelsea kane off twitter he says he stands with chelsea kane um it is what it is again. But yes, like Joe said, we stand with her. Uh, he says, never knew I wanted a Ms. Marvel, com- hash- Ms. Marvel slash Kamala, the Ugandan giant team up until this week in Marvel 261. Thanks, Ben Morse. That is a wrestling reference. Um, Nodding politely. Yep, mm-hmm. that's fair. Mm-hmm. And he says, yes, this week in Marvel, I would buy a Friendship is Dope t-shirt and a giant belt buckle combo. We've got two sales, guys. Two. Two. That covers the cost. Right? That has to. <laughs> uh, Tech Lord says, Puzzle Quest special is only in the left ear, right? I don't know what that means. Oh, the, the, the audio is only coming in? That might be the case. Uh, Lex, I'm sorry if that's the case. Bad headphones? No, it, it could have been a problem with how it was recorded. And it didn't get mixed down properly. Mm-hmm. So, Lex, I'm sorry about that. Um, text, uh, Lex says... So how did Blake Garris's date go? He had oh. a date. <laughs> he had a date? You and Ben were talking about it. We did? Yeah, you were talking about how if, if his Ben didn't know the show, um, the show that you were just talking about that he likes. New Girl? No. Brooklyn uh, Nine-Nine? No. No, Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh, right, right. If, if, that if she didn't like that show, that they'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> that's right, that's right. I haven't asked him because he was he was visiting a set, so I haven't seen Blake much lately. Um, this is, I'm more disappointed in the fact that we didn't know he had a date. You got to get up there and say, "What's your dating situation right now?" Just, just ask him. He'll tell you. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lex says, uh, "For the record, the Wicker Man rules." Uh, I mentioned it in two fifty nine, which he says, "Since I'm sure you'll forget." Thank you, Lex. I didn't actually forget that one, but I usually forget everything else. And the Wicker Man <laughs> does rule both versions. Um, he says, "I think this week in Marvel should rename Sniffles to Spoilers. She reads us the whole issue." <gasps> How dare you? What did you read? What did you do? What did I do? I told you you shouldn't wish for me to narrate comics. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's why Joe's here. Um, Tech Lex says, and why is the episode only 48 minutes? The, the big one get the West Coast? Uh, oh, okay. So there was a problem with the exporting of that one. We should have fixed it. If you missed the full episode, you should be able to go back and re-download it. It has the full episode. I remember there was some business going on because I was out in California question mark somewhere you don't even know no, I, no. half the time I have no idea where I'm alright finally Lex says Mighty Thor number 12 secret origin of Mjolnir I love this I want to gather my kids and tell this tale to them I love that idea I want everyone to read that issue and yeah. tell the tale yeah because I didn't even know the origin now mind you this could be something that just Jason established but there's I, there's some precedence for it from way back of like some stuff with Mjolnir and how it like some things that were, weren't really explored a lot in the last, like, 30, 40 years. See, I think that's where he's excelling, too, is when yeah. he can add those little, like, spices and nuances. Yeah, he pulls in a little bit and then enhances it and makes it amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas, what I'm reading this week in Marvel. Well, what are you reading? Come Tell on. Us. Tell let us, us more. Let us know. We need to know what you're reading. <laughs> uh, Victor Roca, um, in Resurrection, will Marvel stop burning X-Men to the ground, which they've been doing since new X-Men? <laughs> Um, well, I can say that um, you will be happy with what's coming up for X. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then there's just a picture of... Oh, wait, is this what he's reading? 
Uh, Thomas, what I'm reading. Way to go. Who who built the document? Alex. Uh, uh, Lopez. Come on, Alex. So I'm assuming... Uh, that Victor... Or not Victor. Thomas. Thomas is reading Deadpool, Gwenpool, Uncanny Avengers, Power Man and Iron Fist, Howard the Duck, and Mosaic. Because that's, all are great. Yeah, that's a great collection. I didn't know what to expect from Gwenpool either. Yeah. Uh, but it's in probably like my top ten right now. Uh, right? Uh, we Ben and I have been talking about that, how we weren't sure... And the book has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. Very great surprise. Uh, a couple emails have come in. One from Brian Lettingham, uh, who says that he believes he just noticed something really cool about the new Ghost Rider in Marvel's Agents of the Shield. He says, hey, guys and girl. Kind of two girls, because we've got Amanda here and Christine on the West Coast. So that's two, mm -hmm. numerically. He says, I was just reading some old school Spirits of Vengeance, and I noticed that Robbie Reyes is wearing the same leather jacket as Johnny Blaze. Was the jacket in the car when Robbie stole it, or is that just a shout-out to the original Ghost Rider? Love the show. Keep up the awesome job. Or maybe he's just referencing the comics. Either way, Robbie yeah. Reyes having that cool jacket. And, and, and Stromy said, uh, we got some insight from Stromy, he said, it's not the same jacket, but Trad Moore, who was the artist on All New Ghost Rider and who helped co-create uh, Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider, says, uh, Stromy says, Trad Moore added the upside-down horseshoe as a nod to Johnny's original jacket. Did not know. Yeah. The, the things we learn, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and then we got last one of the week comes in from uh, Jason, who's in Hawaii says, Aloha from Hawaii. First off, I'd like to thank you guys for my Twimmer of the Week award, episode number 259. He says he's making shelf space for it and the highly sought after no prize. Tom Brevoort still has no prizes, I believe. Uh, like a dwindling few. Really? I have one. I don't know where I got How it How many from. are left? I know, right? Yeah. I have one and I'm never giving it up. Okay. Um, anyway, Jason says, once I get both awards on my shelf, I'll send you guys a picture of both awards sitting side by side. He says, I'd like to share with you guys on how awesome Brian Michael Bendis is. He came to the amazing Hawaii Comic Con on October 8th and 9th, same week Jessica Jones number one came out in the same weekend of New York Comic Con. He was so cool. The first day he was there, he told everybody in line, about 150 people, which is awesome, mm -hmm. that he was going to sign all their comics, trades, and action figures. Bendis was great, Jason says. He made every fan feel important by taking the time to talk to them and taking a picture with him. He did this for both days. Again, Bendis was awesome. These are all things that we know about Brian. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Jason says, I'm going to email the amazing Comic-Con organizers to invite the This Week in Marvel podcast guys, as well as Judy Stevens, another comic book podcaster, John Suntress of Word Balloon, John Mayo of the Comic Book Page Podcast, etc., to see if they can do a podcast panel of future amazing Hawaii Comic-Con. I mean, if you want me to come to Hawaii and be on <laughs> panels and talk about comics, I will happily do it. I'd like to submit my own name for yeah. that. Granted, I'm new here, but hey, <laughs> why not? Uh, ben and Ryan, thank you for reading my emails during the show. You guys are the perfect Marvel team up. You are welcome. Welcome. Um, I am for anyone we have a if we have any Brazilian listeners. Uh, I'm going to be at the Comic Con X CCXP, which is in uh, Sao Paulo, I Sao Paulo in um, November. I think it's December December first through the fourth or the third. Anyway, I leave to go to Brazil November thirtieth. Come back December fifth. Guest of the show, doing all kinds of stuff, eating the food. Seeing the fans. It's going to be great. Shaking my head in anger. Yeah. Um, mm. Next week, I go to Los Angeles 
for uh, the Avengers Half Marathon weekend. I'll be running the Infinity Gauntlet Challenge. So it's 10K on Saturday, Half Marathon on Sunday. If you are in the area, you can always come to the Expo, which is at the Disneyland Hotel. You can just go in and check out some stuff. Contest Champions will be there. There'll be lots of booths. I'll be walking around. Say hi to me. We'll chat, talk about life and comics and pizza, you know, all the things. What? Yeah, right? Pizza. Um, those are current travel plans for me and appearances. Uh, are you going to be appearing at any cons, Joe? I am not. Oh. Uh, New York, that's about it. Uh, so I will always be at New York Comic Con. Please stop by the booth. Granted, we do have about a year out, but yeah. <laughs> I, I always welcome everybody coming by and saying hi. Yep. Um, other than that, I don't know, personal travel plans? I was going back to Philly this weekend. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's about it. Do you, Where do you fall on the, the two cheesesteaks? Oh, Pasarginos? Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? Sam's. There's another place. Oh. Um, but uh, love those. Uh, there's also a place in Roxborough. If anybody is from outside of Philly, Roxborough Maniac area representing. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, from right. Originally from Philly. So Yeah, yeah. we got that. It, okay, it was yeah, implicit. yeah, implied. Um, where can fans find you? Uh, fans can find me, uh, again, on Twitter, at Joe Tabs. That's Joe, and then T-A-B-S. Uh, Instagram as well. Um, and then that's really about it. But I welcome everybody to follow me on Twitter. Uh, what I do is I make sure that all of our news is always posted on that, on that page. Um, we want you to be fans and also part of the Marvel Press Crew. Uh, we welcome you guys to come follow me. Uh, you're going to see all of our latest news, all of our latest assets, variant covers, um, brand new covers, interior first looks, all of it. Uh, I will be posting all of that. And sassy gifts between you and Adri? I absolutely love a good sassy gift. Yeah. And also maybe sarcastic comments and food-related oh, mentions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come for the, the comics, stay for the food. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, awesome. And, of course, sometimes Amanda. That you is can, I. You can find her. Um, and I'm Agent M. Ben should be back next week. I think we've got a Twim URC. I don't know what it is. I can't remember. I don't even know where I am right now. Thanks for listening. This is Marvel, your pizza. <laughs>